0: Hello and welcome to Fantastic Fables It's been a couple of days since my previous podcast It's really encouraging to hear some good things from parents Very often, it's not the children, but their parents who are listening to my podcast Thank you so much for your feedback I do hope you continue listening to my podcast on Fantastic Fables Which is the name on Spotify, Apple, or Anchor. Apart from that, please do write to me and do let me know about it. Today's story is called Anger Management. Before I begin, I would like to know, has there been times in your lives when you have been very angry about something or angry at someone? It happens to most of us. So let us see. What was the outcome in our story? Arnab Lahiri was shouting at Shamkaka yet again. You didn't bring hot rotis for me. Go! I don't want to eat this food. I don't like it. And within seconds, the food-laden thali was thrown on the floor. Rupali had come in tired. <gasps> As soon as she heard that commotion, what was that? She rushed up the stairs. What is this? Is this her son Arnab? That ten-year-old boy? I can't believe it. He was yelling and stamping his feet. Shamu Kaka looked very unhappy. Tired and extremely sad. What is this even happening? I never knew. In the meantime, Arnab had not realized that mom was standing right behind him. Goodness gracious, Arnab? Ma? You came early today? Yes, I did. And thank God I did. Where is Shamli Didi? Shamli D. did not come today. But she told me she'll be here. Then Shamu Kaka interrupted. She left a little early. There was some work at her home. Oh, I see. In the meantime, Arna had left that place. Immediately. What is this happening? Shamu Kaka, how could he? You let him do this to you. What to say, Rupali? Mm. This is what has been happening on a regular basis for weeks now. Why didn't you tell me about it? You were busy. I didn't know whether I should disturb you and Babu. This is not fair, Kaka. She helped him in cleaning the walls and the floor. He's wasting food and he's been throwing a lot of tantrums took more than half an hour for them to clean. Then she went to her room, freshened up. A little while later, she knocked at Arnab's door. Arnab, can I come in? Hmm? Arnab, he was deep asleep. He looked so angelic and innocent. Why is this boy doing all this? There were lots of questions going on in her mind. Where have I missed out on taking good care of him? I think I need to go from here. As it is, I'm feeling so tired today. She gave a call to Rishikesh, but he didn't pick up. It has to wait till evening. I think I have been a bit busy. Ah, Not bad. You have been a bit too busy that you couldn't find time to spend with your own son. The answer was already staring at her face when she looked at her reflection in the mirror. Rupali and Rishikesh were top-notch lawyers at the Calcutta High Court, but what was the scene at home? They had a whole bunch of clients lined up for the next couple of years, barely spent time together as a family, be it breakfast or dinner. Rupali and Rishikesh had it at their own convenience. Arnav was performing well at school. His grades were going on quite well. He was also active in sports or extracurricular activities. Fine, that means everything was going on well. They felt convinced that their parenting duties had been taken care of. After all, he was studying at a really good school. His only shortcoming was a little bit of temper, but it happens. After all, he's hardly 10. But they had not realized that he was very dominating. He had become too arrogant. He didn't believe in being a team player on a regular basis. He used to come home with stories of fight, which he had with his classmates or with schoolmates, and he used to boast about it in front of Shamli Di and Kaka. They used to keep on telling him not to indulge in these negative things, but it all played on deaf ears. He never paid attention to it. Anyway, as the days progressed, it just on getting added up. He just used to take the attention and the love for granted. Arnab wanted the latest gadgets. The football merchandise. I want to go on a trip to Europe for my coming holidays. Books, mangas, accessories, you name it and he had it. All his wishes were being granted without any fuss. Not even an eyebrow was raised. His strategy was simple. He used to approach his parents when they were busy attending to their clients or talking to their staff or were on a phone call. They knew they didn't want him to create a scene. A simple consent was good enough and a nod. They used to hand him their cards and he used to place the order. As the grandfather clock chimed, Rupali realized it was 4pm. From her room, she saw Arnav wake up and shouted Kaka to give him something to eat. He was copying his homework from a certain site. Slowly, Rupali came to sit next to him. Being in court, she had not realized what all he was up to in her absence. Arnab, what are you doing? What is it, mummy? Everybody does that. Why can't I? He wasn't very forthcoming. He was cleverly trying to evade answering truthfully. One thing was clear, she needed to take control of the situation. Late in the evening, when Rishikesh arrived, he was surprised of the development. He didn't take it seriously. Really, what? That kid? Are Arna? No, Rupali? No, I was a witness. I wish you would have been here. You would have been equally shocked and annoyed, as I am. Mm. Okay, you decide what has to be done. I'll tag along. Don't I? I always listen to you. I have cleared my schedule for the next 15 days. So should you. 15 days? It's too much to ask. We need to take prompt action, Mr Lahiri. Rupali spoke stoically. I have talked to Shishirda. Oh, your cousin? That Dr. Shishir, the great Shishir Mukherjee. Yes, he is going to help us. And hit the iron when it is hot. We don't take control of the situation now. It will be out of our hands. This Saturday, no Rupali. I have my golf session. Let go of it. Right. Arnab was informed about getting ready for a get-together with a few of his parents' friends. They didn't reveal about the doctor consultation. At the gathering, Arnab was his usual self. There was an argument which happened among the kids and he ended up hurting a few of them. He also received a few bruises in return, but he didn't flinch. Dr. Shishir watched his actions carefully. This case was going to be a challenge. Arnav was a hard nut to crack. He was very adamant, clever, demanding and a sly kid. The next couple of days, he was introduced to the doctor. He had only known Shishir uncle. He had not come across Dr. Shishe Mukherjee. And as he met him, he gradually understood his methodologies. He had to take those sessions thrice a week along with his parents. There were several activities which were tailor-made to bring out his positive attitude, modify his behavior, channelize his energies in a suitable manner, He learned to use those magical words on a daily basis. Meditation became a part of his schedule. Arna was told to maintain his journal on a daily basis. If he was upset about something, unhappy or happy, anything at all, he had to communicate with his parents. Communication is the key. Do you understand Arna? Yes. Let me tell you children. It was not an easy task. It was very difficult. For the next six months. Arnab. Had to undergo this therapy. But it was very helpful to him. In a similar manner. We do see. Around us. There are people. Who are having lots of anger issues. We need to go out. And help them. Or if we are having the similar situation, we find ourselves stuck in it. We need to take help. It's high time not to let that anger take control of us. Rather, we need to take control of it. We are reminded that anger doesn't solve anything. It builds nothing, but it can destroy everything. That's what was spoken by Thomas S. Monson. Believe me, it's true. I do hope you like this story about anger management. Do connect with me regularly and look forward to hearing some wonderful stories, which I do will be liked by all of you. See you.